Genius Brain listeners. This podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if – you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like – if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S one zero at hero.co. I don't want to see anything with Andrew Tate, this lisp having fuck, right? And mind you, I think a lot of people who watch Andrew Tate, they do it ironically. And that's what sometimes people forget. There are these incel guys that watch him that really believe in his idea of what a real man is. Alpha, a true alpha male. Next to a swimming pool, fucking fling yeah. around nunchucks like a virgin. And a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is what a real man yeah. looks like. When I saw a video of this fool, you know, swinging around nunchucks, I was like, you shut the fuck up. Yeah. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another early ass morning. <laughs> they don't know that, though. <laughs> I'm letting you know. So you look at the bags under my eyes. I was yeah. telling David, it felt like a work commute coming over here. Uh, yeah. I was telling David, it felt like a work commute coming over yeah. here. <laughs> we haven't. I never shoot podcasts this early, but we're in the new studio space and there's time slots that we have to fill in. So you know what? We're fucking here early, man. It's what we do. <laughs> it's been a crazy, crazy time out in the celebrity world. As it always is. Bro, every time I hear this, when I heard, heard about this news at first, right? Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know who Anne Heche is, um, you're probably a normal person. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't know who Anne Heche is. She's, she's the type of actress where... If you see her, you recognize her, exactly. but you might not know her name. Yeah. She was a, uh, uh, I just remember watching her in like daytime soap operas because when I was a kid, I, we didn't have cable. Yeah. So whenever I didn't go to school, which was pretty often, I could, I could like, so my parents would go to work at around uh, 8, 8 a.m., mm. right? And I think, so I would leave to school earlier and then I would pretend like I'm walking to school. And I just chill somewhere, go like a Del Taco or whatever, whatnot. Ditching school. Yep. And I would just wait them out and then I would walk right back home. Yeah. And then I would turn on daytime TV and sometimes there'd be soap operas. I never told the friends I watched soap operas, but I did. And Anne Heche was a really popular soap opera actress. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason why I know her. Yeah. She was also in a couple of films, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. She was in some pretty big films. Um, I think she was in uh, with uh, Al Pacino and uh, Johnny Depp and uh, Donnie Brasco. Oh, I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. It, uh, it was Johnny's wife in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then she was also in it with uh, De Niro and um, 
I can't remember. I can't remember the movie name, but she's been, you know, yeah. she shared the screen with some pretty big, big heavy hitters. And Hey, she always looked like somebody that could have been somebody's like racist housewife or something. Like she could be on, well, I mean, like she, on a farm she, and she would she be was like with uh, Ellen DeGeneres for a bit, I think during like the early 2000s. Dude, so the, I didn't know that Anne Hayes was gay. Well, so that was the thing. That was her only gay relationship. After oh, that, she, <laughs> after oh, that, really? She just went to guys. I mean, I guess she's bi, but that was her only public gay relationship. Mm. And yeah, when because so before we talk about what actually happened to Anne Hage, mm. I mean, which by the time this comes out, it's been out <laughs> for a while. Yeah, but I don't really care because this is fascinating. So when I was you know googling and looking this up. Mm. I was looking about what happened with this crazy car accident or this crazy incident. So all I Googled was Anne Hayes crazy incident, right? Yeah. And it wasn't the thing that happened recently that popped up. It was the thing with Ellen DeGeneres when they broke up. Mm -hmm. So they had something crazy too where she had like a psychotic episode. She was like on, uh, I forgot what type of, she was on ecstasy or some shit like mm -hmm. that. Um, and I think uh, Ellen DeGeneres had to put a restraining order on her or something Really? Like that. I didn't know it about was, all it was that. Some, yeah. It was some crazy. Robin, can you look that up? <laughs> before, I, before I get fucking shat on. Sorry, restraining order against. It was it. Look up Ellen DeGeneres and uh, I was about to say Ellen DeGeneres and Robin Couch. <laughs> <laughs> we have zero We're on blast right now. He's <laughs> like, yep, I can <laughs> confirm. I do have a restraining order. <laughs> and send me the sex tape immediately. <laughs> I did get a restraining order against Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. <laughs> Is Ellen DeGeneres using too much coke yeah. and stalking her? Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres and Anne Hayes. Got it. Looking it up right now. Yeah. So they, so apparently she's had a few other like psychotic breakdowns. So when I first read about the the, the car accident that happened, right? Mm -hmm. So she basically ran her car yeah. in, into another house, or it was yeah, yeah. So basically, prior to that, she had ran into a garage and she almost hit a pedestrian. And then after that, she hit another car, and then <laughs> she went yeah. into. So it wasn't just an isolated. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't just an isolated situation. There was things leading up to, it. and you know, she showed behaviors of a little concern prior to that happening. Like she bought a bright red wig, um, and then like she was pictured that day earlier in that day with that red wig in the car, along with. A bottle that had a red top, which probably was liquor. So people were kind of guessing that she might have been driving under the influence, which it turned out blood uh, blood reports, I think, found out that there was no alcohol in her blood, but she did have Coke with some traces of fentanyl in her blood. So she was still- She was on some yeah, shit. Yeah, she was still on something. So she has a podcast, apparently. And mm -hmm. apparently- Oh, really? Yeah, and so people were saying that on okay. the same day, or it was reported that on yeah. the same day that she re released her podcast, which she possibly recorded that podcast the same day, she was talking about how she's like depressed and whatever, whatnot. Oh, yeah. And that she was like drunk off of vodka and chased it with like wine. So her publicist came out and said that was pre-recorded. Oh, okay. But- you know, there's no way to actually confirm, right? That's what publicists do. They're going to do damage control. Yeah. So it's like, listen, she wasn't drinking, but there was fentanyl <laughs> yeah. and coke. She said coke and fentanyl. Get it correct. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't alcohol, okay? <laughs> it was not impaired by alcohol. Dude, that's just so nuts because only recently, too, and I talked about on the other podcast where there was the girl in LA, the, the nurse. Oh, yeah, Nicole Linton. Yeah, that. She was on some crazy shit, too. She went 90 in a 35, bro. She went 90 miles per hour in a 35 zone, 
killed five people and an unborn baby. One of those five people was also a child, right? A family. That's fucking crazy. Yo, check this shit out. There was a woman at a gas station when this accident happened. She said she was at the gas station as this thing happened. A child's body flew and landed in front of her because it was ejected out of the car, bro. Like, how gruesome is that? How fucking horrific and traumatic is that, bro? And they tried to resuscitate the child, but the child was already dead at that point. So, yeah, Nicole Linton, she was um, she was a nurse. And apparently people were ta- saying that she um, there was... Uh, she has a history oh, yeah, of dude. behaving like this. Yeah, like, this isn't like she, a one-off this, thing. She had like, I think, 14 accidents prior to this one. Like, She's she actually different <laughs> than <N-H. laughs> well, well, So both of them, the, you know, what ties them together is obviously mental health issues, yeah. right? Both of them definitely have a history of mental health issues. With um, Anne Heche, she was abused by her, her father. Um, and I guess that kind of led to her mental instability and mental issues. With um, Nicole Linton, I'm not exactly sure what her background is, but this incident, what caused her to speed down the street like that was she got into a fight with her boyfriend. So clearly, you know, no normal person does that, right? You get into a fight with your your spouse or your your partner, or whatever, yeah, you, you get heated. Yeah, but you go get a donut. You're and not relax. fucking running 90 miles per hour in a 35 and then running a red light at that. That's why she fucking smashed into those cars. You know what's so crazy about that too? It's just like. Every time something like this happens, the person who's driving always survives. They Dude, always, she got away with, like, scratches and minor injuries, they man. They always survive, and they kill everybody else. I know, man. I know. But, I mean, she's going away for a long time, you know? And, and look, man, all of this isn't to excuse what they did, but there is, there is a caveat there, which is that, you know, bring the whole mental health issue to the forefront, right? Yeah. With, with both people in this, with Anne Heche and this Nicole Linton, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like sparking that that uh, conversation again. But, you know, still, what they did was crazy. That shit was fucking yeah. nuts. Did you find that thing, Robin? I oh, couldn't find any info. I read it right there. Oh, all right. Okay. But anyways. So <laughs> no Anne restraining H- order. So see, this is why we have Robin Couch, because I just yeah. be saying some salacious shit. <laughs> <laughs> now you got a fact checker who's there to fact check you <laughs> right on this spot. Like, does David just making shit up on the spot? <laughs> I, like, I what if I do? So Dude, what? Anne H has a closed vagina. <laughs> Did you guys hear about this shit? <laughs> nothing can go in or out. Absolutely can, nothing. Can we get a fact check on that, please? <laughs> well, it is also incredibly difficult to get a restraining order. So if somebody has one, you know that they really felt like they needed it. Mm. So maybe it was like rumors of going to get one and she just didn't go through it. So what was the thing about them? Was it they just had a bad breakup? All I could find was a quote after they broke up of Ellen saying, we're not in touch, but I don't want anybody to feel hurt. Like, I'm not really going to comment on it. We're not talking. Uh, So she punched her in the mouth. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that and they could have done maybe at some point there were uh, there was more information regarding their relationship and the aftermath of it, but maybe it was just damage control with that too. Yeah. PR I doing clearly remember s- something about ecstasy. All right, I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was on you some sure shit. You weren't on ecstasy. Maybe I was on ecstasy, dude. <laughs> You're trying to read the facts and get. Maybe I was on ecstasy, dog. You know what I did the other day? That was so fucking embarrassing, bro. Dog, I don't even know why I'm saying this. Have you accidentally texted somebody uh, something that you were supposed to say to somebody else? I have, yes. Now, I, so, yeah. there's this little uh, group chat that I have with a couple of friends. Yeah. Well, we'll send, like, either funny shit 
or fat asses. That's, <laughs> this is what we do. Why, right? why fat asses huh? or, or because funny Because this is how my brain's wired. <laughs> okay. Right? And, you know, it's really nothing. It, usually it's, it's all jokes and shit. But a buddy of mine sent me this shit. Mm-hmm. This person, I don't, I don't know who this person is, right? But obviously I have like a blue check mark on my, on my shit or whatever or whatnot. Yeah. And so most likely if I DM somebody, they'll respond back, especially because they want clout or whatever. Yeah. But Oh, this is through Instagram. This is through Instagram. Okay, okay. It's like a stupid little thing. Most okay. of the times it's jokes. Every now and then it's like a fat ass or something yeah, like yeah. that. Which, yeah, whatever. That's just what guys do. And so they said that. <laughs> and there was this girl like dancing or whatever or whatnot, right? And I wrote some kind of stupid comment. I was like, I want to, I was like, I want to suffocate and bury myself in that ass. Oh, is no. what I said as a joke, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Edric knows me. I'm not, I'm not normally that guy. But, you know, when, you, when you're when with a group of guys, you kind of just follow their lingo as jokes. And they were laughing because that's not normally how I talk. So I was just, you know, writing some stupid shit like that. But it turns out, I didn't know, I don't know how it happened this way, but apparently I clicked on her profile and I sent oh, that comment no. to her. <laughs> So oh, no. the reason why this happened is because I couldn't go to sleep and yeah. I smoked that night. So yeah. I was fucking delirious. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is why that joke was so funny. They were yeah. cracking the fuck up. Yeah. And the next day, this, this person who I don't know DMs me. And yeah. I'm like, oh, what is this? Yeah. And then they just wrote, LOL, you're so funny. And I'm like, so funny? What the fuck? I don't know who you are. Yeah. So I just kind of ignored it and went on. And then I went back to the message. And I looked at it, I was like, there's something that I wrote. And I fucking wrote that shit to her. Oh my and my fucking heart started yeah. beating so fucking fast. I was like, yo, I don't, what the fuck? I fucking wanted to die. Yeah. Because I don't talk to women that yeah, way. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, when it was said to, but thank God that I'm a comic because she took it that's as a joke. That's what I was about to say. That's, that's oh, your saving grace right there. Thank God. <laughs> she was just laughing, you yeah. know, and then we chopped it up a little bit, whatever, and then moved the fuck on. But you're probably listening to this right now. And yes, we had a group chat and we saw your ass and I said I wanted to bury my face in it and die. Well, it doesn't even matter because you, you told her directly, so you don't even need to say it was yeah, in a group chat. Yeah, but I tried chat. to play it off, but I was in, is, you have a very nice butt and... <laughs> Well, was she somebody with like a pretty decent following? Or? A decent following. Okay. It's, okay. I, she's an influencer. Mm-hmm. Very, very sweet person. Yeah. Great personality. Okay. <laughs> Bigger <laughs> than her ass. <laughs> God damn it, dude. You want to bury your face in her personality is what you meant yeah, to say. I wanted, I wanted to die. I wanted to fucking die, dude. That was speaking of toxic masculinity. Yeah, that That's not toxic masculinity. Yeah. That's me appreciating the beautiful woman form. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just you just complimenting her, I guess, on her assets. Yes, it just I I just joke like that. That's yeah. how I joke. Yeah. All right. You know who else has a big ass? Robin ass. Robin Couch has a fat ass. All right. It's, it's just a statement of fact. Yes, Robin, are you single? Yep. Robin is <laughs> for all the Robin is single. Yeah. All right. She is super smart. Mm-hmm. All right. She's also an aspiring thespian. Mm-hmm. All right. And also she has a fat ass. <laughs> there you go. If somebody was half listening, they may have thought you called me an aspiring lesbian. <laughs> and I am unfortunately heterosexual. Okay, so, so unfortunately. For, for all the all the uh, single men out there, those what else do you need? You know? I know. Dog. So it was kind of crazy, like, going back to, like, the Anne Hayes thing, right? Yeah. And it's weird, too, because I got into uh, a little bit of an argument 
with, an argument with regarding not a big argument. It yeah. was just it was just me and Mariel. Oh, okay. And, okay. You know, every time the, the, the normal talk. Yeah. <laughs> normal talk. You know, so we bicker all the time. Just, that's just how we speak to each other. <laughs> You'll see it on the podcast that we bicker all the time. But we got into a little bit of a, a back and forth because whenever it comes to the subject of like pop stars or specifically BTS, mm. dude, she gets riled the fuck up. Oh, bro. Right? You got to understand the BTS army. Well, K-pop fans in general are pretty hardcore, but especially BTS. Bro, I have a cousin who's like, she's, she's like an older sister to me. Now she's, I think, in her... Oh, man, I want to say like her 50s or whatever. She's mm-hmm. been a BTS fan since like the beginning days, right? So she feels this like hardcore. Like I'm a real yeah, fan. Like these, I, I saw them come up from nothing and I supported them. Wow. So when anybody says something kind of negative, she feels kind of like, don't you dare. What is, wait, this is your cousin? Yeah. How long has she been a loser? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But. I've, I've talked about fandom in general, why I'm not, why, why I don't like it. Yeah. Not, not K-pop fan, just, just hardcore yeah, yeah. fandom in right, general, right, right? right? Because, you know. We, it can be toxic, man. It's it been very be. toxic and it becomes something personal that really shouldn't be. It's speci- specifically with, with music and everything else because it's art. It's highly subjective. Yeah. So any, like, for example, if I, if I said, oh, man, I hate Arrowhead. You mm-hmm. go, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> I know. Dude. See, you try to you know words right now. You know what Arrowhead has done for me? It <laughs> hydrates me. It keeps me alive. The fuck? How dare you? It's just, it's just odd. It's like, you don't know what they've done for me. Yeah. I don't. And also, I don't fucking care. Yeah, exactly. I don't fucking care what they did for you. This is a conversation. You asked me if I like if I liked their music or not. Yeah. And I gave you an answer. See, that's, I hate when that happens. When they, when they're asking you a question, but they're kind of framing it in a way of like, you better agree with me. Mm-hmm. Or else, you yeah. know, you're going to catch this, this fucking, you know, I'm going to go on this rant about why you should agree with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this odd thing. It's like, don't ask if you, like, don't ask if you're only expecting an answer that you exactly. wanted. And it's a very, very obnoxious habit that yeah. people have, right? Yeah. Because look, and I only say that because when I was younger, I used to do that a lot too. But when you're fucking, I don't know, in your fucking 30s and you're doing, I'm not saying this is Mariel. This yeah, is yeah, something yeah. Completely yeah, just in general. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just a really weird way to have conversations with people. I disagree with people all the time. Yeah. And 99% of the time, it's not going to get to that point. It shouldn't. It yeah. shouldn't. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to have your own opinion, man. Yeah. But the problem is, is when people feel a certain type of way about it and they involve, like, you know, their feelings about it rather than just having a mature adult conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And then if you guys disagree and, and then figure out why it is that you guys disagree, then you guys can agree to disagree and just part yeah, ways, it's right? Just, it's what it is, man. Like I've, cause the, the, the topic that became, uh, uh, not an issue, but between me and her, when mm. she was getting super like riled up yeah. was because we, I was talking to her about how a lot of these K-pop bands are, they're manufactured, Absolutely, right? Absolutely. hundred percent. And when they, when they're younger, they're in these like little boy band groups and they're pushing them out like factory kids. And eventually <clears throat> what happens is as they get older, they gain their popularity. They're, they're going to seek their individuality out, mm-hmm. right? Because they can now. Yeah. They have a name. They have this huge fandom. Whenever their contract ends or whatever it is, they will figure out a way that, hey, maybe, you know what? I don't like some people in this group. Uh, <laughs> well, that's I, the problem a lot of times, bro. They're locked up into like 20, 25-year yeah. contracts, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I don't want to be a part of this. So they have to buy out their contracts or some other bullshit, right? And I was kind of talking to her about this stuff. And we've seen this multiple times in Korean groups, yeah, right? We've yeah. seen these bands split up because there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you don't really know about. Mm-hmm. You don't know who these people are. So for so just to wrap it back to people like Anne Haish and all this other stuff, 
You never know who these people are. You will never, never, ever know. All you, all you people out there who are super hardcore fans of anybody, you know, take the entertainment for what it is. You can't judge these people for who they are because you don't know their fucking personal lives. You don't yeah. know if they're scumbags. Yeah. One of the greatest things ever, not greatest, I'm sorry, but one of the most enlightening things that proved this point was, what's the, was it Tongbang Shingi? DBSK. Mm-hmm. Where one of them, oh no, it was Big Bang. They had a fucking, what do you call it? <laughs> yeah, well, he had the fucking whole prostitution yeah, ring going on. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, the whole pr- uh, prostitution. I believe it, there, there might have been human trafficking involved in that too. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and people are like, oh my God, I thought he was a good person. Why? Yeah, based How, on what? Based on what? Based on PR, because that's exactly what they're the, supposed the to do. The game shows that they do? Yeah. <laughs> Like what is this? Well, that and I mean, we've 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 kind of touched up on this throughout the years, you know, over over the podcast about kind of the whole K-pop industry. Mm-hmm. And I have a little more extra insight than the average person because I used to, you know, do work for that, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's what you're saying is completely true, man. People don't really know anything about what's going on behind the scenes. And I'm not gonna name anybody specific or or call out any labels, right? Because yeah, that's their business. But I will say a lot of these cookie cutter, very clean looking artists, right? They're doing drugs. Yeah. You know, they're fucking, their their agencies and their PR people will say, oh no, they don't ever date. They don't ever drink. They don't ever smoke. Nah, man, that's to, to keep that pristine image that they created for them and, and that, that whole industry, right? Because that, let's be honest, man, the K-pop industry is about keeping it really PG, PG-13 if they're getting little, yeah. you know, ambitious, right? I'm the nicest, kindest, sweetest person yeah. in the world. You have, have you ever met anybody like that that has stuck to that fucking narrative for their whole life? And you have to understand, too, they are now celebrities at the highest level. These are grown-ass fucking men. With fucking dicks and balls. Exactly. With women throwing themselves at them, right? Yeah. And, and look, this is not an attack on K-pop. If you like K-pop, that's fine with me. You know, I think some K-pop music is very catchy, too. Not exactly my cup of tea, but I'll, I'll say just from an objective standpoint, I could see why it's so catchy. But just treat it as entertainment. Yeah. Don't, don't believe for a second that you actually know who these people are and what's going on behind the scenes with them. They, like, that's what I'm saying when it comes to the whole BTS thing or just any, any Korean pop person that's hot at the moment, right? Yeah. People defend them as if they know them personally. I like, know. I they know. did this stuff for me. No, they didn't do it for you personally. They had a producer from America <laughs> and a writer in Korea that yeah. made this song. They didn't, by the way, too, just to burst your fucking bubble, you know when these artists say, they, oh, I wrote this, they didn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> they, no, they, most, of, most of the artists out there don't write their songs, yeah. you know? And I'm not, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. What I'm saying is when it gets to a point where some, when you ask somebody an opinion about a band that you like and you say they don't like it and then you get mad at them, don't start that conversation. Yeah, if then. it's like, if, look, if the conversation's like, hey, their song is catchy, they <clears throat> dance well, good. I love act, them. Yeah, co- good choreography. Their music videos, I mean, great. Like, that's cool. The, uh, you know, you, you get something out of the entertainment value from that. But then if you say this person is so pure and you don't know shit about them. Yeah. And that's facts. That's not an opinion. You really don't know yeah. who they are as a person. Hey, look, we're not going to name names either, but there was a, a K-pop. So back in the day, um, at this time, you know, when I was doing YouTube, there wasn't that many that Asian representation thing. And the K-pop wave was just starting. Mm. Uh, there was a boy group at the time that was really popular, but they split. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over. And I'm telling you right now, they have some of the 
best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this. And it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is, just cause like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero.co and use code Genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at Hero. .co. Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. Uh, a couple of them started doing solo shit. Well, two of them came to K-Town and they were doing this thing and their promotion company hit up a bunch of other YouTubers at the time. And I was one of them because I was one of the few Korean people that were, you know, influencers. Yeah. So I went out and this one of these guys, dude, this guy was a fucking scumbag, man. <laughs> and I'm talking about, you know, the image that they put out on these variety shows. Yeah. They're super quiet and small yeah. because, you know, that's very attractive for the Korean audience or people. in general. like, oh, my God, this guy's so popular, but he's so humble. Mm -hmm. This fucking scumbag was out in um, – what was that spot that we used to go to, the upstairs spot in K-Town? Calm. Calm. He yeah. was at Calm. Yeah. Just fucking grabbing women, like grabbing them, like physically grabbing wow, them. Wow. He busting a Donald Trump. Yeah. Huh? And then, you know, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I used to be like really short tempered and shit like yeah. that. But so literally I had to like grab him like, yo, you can't do that here or anywhere else. Like mm -hmm. don't do that shit. Especially mm -hmm. because one of the girls he grabbed was somebody that I knew. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's a weird position for me to be in because number one, I'm getting paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> right. But number two, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But the guy kind of walked around as if he owned shit. Like, he's like, the shit. Always going around fucking physically grabbing women. And I was like, bro, you can't do that. He's like, oh, I'm just having a good time. I was like, don't fucking grab my friend. That ain't a good time, bro. You know? That's a lawsuit. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And so whatever, whatnot. And then he, whoever the fuck he's with is apologizing and shit. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Don't apologize. Like, yeah. don't fucking grab these. Like, these it's really simple, right? Yeah, don't it's fucking really touch simple. people like yeah. that. <clears throat> and obviously some of the girls that he was grabbing, they enjoyed it because they knew who he was. Mm -hmm. But... <clears throat> which I still don't find acceptable, which is yeah. really fucking It doesn't change the fact. It yeah. doesn't change the fact, yeah. yeah. But when he grabbed my friend and she was like doing this and he fucking reached out for her again, mm -hmm. so when I grabbed his arm, I was like, hey, don't, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I wasn't, you know, bigging up on him. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. obviously what I'm going to do, fucking after sock this you, guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. What am I going to sock this guy? After you give him the Dave slap. Yeah, I mean, because we were super cordial. Yeah, yeah. You know, up until that point. But the moment he had uh, a little bit of alcohol and maybe some other shit, who the fuck knows? Because mm. when they're in the States, they're trying to party. They don't have those fucking drug restrictions like they do it out in Korea. So they're fucking partying their ass off. I'm not saying this is what BTS is. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying don't Just be surprised. Just giving an example yeah. of 
Right. How people we don't know can be guys. more than meets the eye, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just like that that idea of like not knowing what these celebrities uh, go through on the daily or you don't even know who these people are. So whenever like news comes out about celebrities and they go, I can't believe it. Why can't you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Why can't you believe it at all? And, you know, they always say too, fame only heightens who you really are as a person. Like mm-hmm. if you were an asshole before, you're going to be a bigger asshole now, now that everybody loves you because you can get away with just about anything. So when I talk shit, about Simulut, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can get into that again. <laughs> I just like, I like doing it because this is my bit now. <laughs> yeah, no, it, is, it, it has turned into a bit of a bit. Um, oh, no. No, but yeah, and and we've also touched up on that subject about fame too in the past. But yeah, not every human being can handle it, man. It, yeah, it's it, hard. It's not normal. It's not. It's not. It's not a normal way to live and be treated at all, especially when you reach the heights of fame where you become kind of a household name and internationally recognized, right? Like, dude, the world is pretty much handed to you on a silver platter. And God forbid, man, you start this at a young age before you even become an adult. It's going to warp your worldview in a way that's probably going to be hard to to change. How often have you seen young stars end up? To, I mean, and, you know, I'm using this word normal <clears throat> in just like the traditional way, but yeah. somebody who's mentally stable. Yeah. Uh, really rare. Really rare. R- really rare, right? Like, look at all the Smith kids. <laughs> These weird ass motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Hey, like they might be cool, but they live in their own world. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. They might be really cool, but they definitely live in their own world. Like I remember watching this interview with Jaden Smith, and the reporter was asking him about friends. And he was like, and th- by the way, this kid was probably had to be, I mean, you have to double check. You guys can look up this footage. I don't care to be correct about this, but he was maybe in his early teens or maybe even younger. Mm. And he was talking about, oh man, like, I don't like kicking it with kids. I like kicking it with adults because, you know, these kids are all over the place. They're just super excitable. They don't know how to focus. I'm like, you're a dweeb and I'm going to take your fucking lunch money. <laughs> like the idea that somebody that age is looking down at his peers who are in similar age saying that he's better than them mm. is obviously something that it was it's learned. Yeah. But- that's just an odd thing in general. And you could kind of see this with all these like younger celebrities. And, you know, sometimes people like to relegate it to, oh, they're just at a higher level of thinking. Or they're just fucking weird. How come we can't just say that now? They're just being a little and fucking they're weird. They're just, they're, look, man, I don't think it's far-fetched to say that they're disconnected from mainstream reality, you know? Um, and as a result, can be a little bit delusional. You know what I mean? Like, when you're living a life with that much wealth, that much fame, and that much power— there's no way that you're not going to get disconnected from what's going on on the day-to-day, like an average person's life. Even in, even on a smaller scale, not just um, being a celebrity, but there are people that I, that, um, <clears throat> that I associate with too that work regular jobs, but they make a lot of – like regular jobs in meaning that not in entertainment. Yeah. They make a lot of money now. And even that too, growing up with how we grew up, where it wasn't a lot of money, mm-hmm. they've forgotten what it's like to be the person who makes less than 100K. Mm-hmm. And the way that they talk about things is fucking weird because now they're in this upper, like this 2% area. Yeah. And how they view the world is how these 2% of you, even though they came from here. Yeah. So for example, I had a conversation with a friend about, uh, this was during pandemic and it was COVID. And he was talking about, oh, I don't know why people are tripping about COVID because you know we're staying at home, things are nice. And I'm like, hold on a second, bro. You have a fucking $4 million mansion. So, of course, staying at home for you means something very, very fucking different. So, yeah, when you're at home and you're next to your basketball court and your fucking pool, 
Yeah, quarantine is fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, it's not that you bad. You have seven <laughs> figures in your bank account, yeah. but you're not really accounting for the fact that there are people right now who don't have what you have. A studio apartment with four kids. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. And they got to stay in that tiny little home with these people, and they're losing their mind, and yeah. they're going fucking crazy. So just hearing him say that, I had to tell him, like, yo, I'm, my bad, fucking millionaire. Yeah. Like, do you, do you not remember when you were in a fucking duplex? And you, I was like, imagine you when you were in the duplex with three of your siblings, with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to stay in that place for fucking a month without no without knowing when you're going to be able to you know do things again. Exactly. Would you have been sane? Would you have lost your fucking mind? Because the topic came up where at the time during pandemic there was a lot of domestic violence that was coming up and all yeah. this other shit. Yeah. And he couldn't fucking wrap his head around. He goes, "You're staying at home. Why can't you just chill? Yeah. Why don't you just relax? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I can't fucking relax, bro. Yeah. I'm shoulder to shoulder with you. <laughs> it's dark in here. My parents will turn on the lights. <laughs> but it's weird though. Like when people reset certain level of fame or wealth, they kind of forget where they come from. Mm. They they lose that perspective. Yeah. And all he could see was oh. I'm I'm chilling at home. What's the problem? Like, what the yeah, fuck are you talking about? That becomes their new reality, right? And then little by little, they they dive into that newer lifestyle of theirs. And yeah, as a result, you just start to kind of forget what it was like to struggle, what it was like to be inconvenienced by these things, because that's not your norm anymore. Far from it, right? That's like something that's in in way back of your mind that maybe can brought to the surface when yeah, you, you give them a reminder like, hey man. It wasn't like that, you know, when when you were in this situation. Don't did you forget that? Hey man, I, I have a little bit of that too. Dude, sometimes I go back home to Sacramento and I go back to the spots I used to kick it at because that's where I used to eat. And I see these fucking hoodlums outside. I'm like, look at you pieces of shit. <laughs> fucking not going to school, you fucking losers. I'm like, hold on a second. I never went to school. <laughs> like, I was that piece of shit. Exactly. And I get scared sometimes when I go back to the places I used to kick it at. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I used to be here. This is dangerous. <laughs> my, my dad told me a pretty funny story um, recently, actually, uh, the, the, a couple nights ago. Um, and it was, there's the 7 Eleven um, around like the neighborhood where it was bad. And a lot of like gangs and shit used to roll through there. And I guess like he called me one night. Um, and this is around the time when like cell phones had just come out. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, it's, you know, it's late. Where are you at? And I was like, oh, I'm just uh, chilling at, at 7-Eleven right now. And he's like, it's late. It's dangerous there. Like, why are you hanging out at a place like that? And apparently I told him, like, Pops, anybody that there is to worry about, I probably know them here. <laughs> so it's cool. They're yeah. my people. <laughs> and he said he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> So kind of the same shit. Like now if I'm going in an area like that, seeing, you know, uh, people a little rough around the edges, right? I might feel like, oh, man, look at these look at these troublemakers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that shit at all, man. Yeah. Speaking of like people who are rich or super out of touch, freaking um, – I was telling you about this guy, Andrew Tate. Talk, are you talking about toxic masculinity, Dave? Listen, which he's <laughs> actually in the group chat. <laughs> Andrew Tate was in the group chat. <laughs> Andrew Tate. Now, I knew nothing about this guy for the longest time. Right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. And just recently on my YouTube, you know, the YouTube uh, shorts, mm -hmm. I just keep seeing this fucking bald fuck popping up in my YouTube shorts all the time. Yeah. I was getting spammed with yeah. this dude and out of fucking nowhere. You know why? Because the fucking fat ass comment, bro. That's why. <laughs> no, that no, 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 no. This is, come on, man. This algorithm always knows, bro. The algorithm doesn't know shit because it keeps sending me Ben Shapiro and I fucking hate that guy. Right? So 
I don't hate him. He's just his voice annoys the shit out. Yeah, of Yeah, he does have a pretty un- look. Okay, these are the facts. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, if he keeps talking about a man's a man, a woman's a woman, and the reason why leaving X Y chromosome, then the reason why this is because if you don't believe that, then you don't believe in science. Science doesn't care about your feelings. All right. So Joe, every <laughs> when you come up here and you talk about this podium, we're talking about minimum wage. We're like, it's like, dude, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. The reason why I also dislike the way that he speaks because he's trying to cram all this fucking information into this it's like 10 seconds it's like you could you could just slow down yeah and especially if you're in a debate format allow somebody to i don't know well speak. that's exactly like a tactic though yeah. right is is to fucking get them like walking backwards and get them on their heel and yeah i mean so you know that's that's i think that's his background is he comes mm. from like probably he was on the debate team or some shit and yeah yeah so of, so Andrew Tate, just like Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. was just popping up on my thing. And I would always say, don't recommend this channel. Yeah. Don't, and I'm trying to get the algorithm to understand. I don't want to see anything with Andrew Tate, this lisp-having fuck, <laughs> right? And mind you, I think a lot of people who watch Andrew Tate, they do it ironically. And that's what sometimes people forget. There are these incel guys that watch him that really believe in his idea of what a real man is. Alpha. A true you, you alpha know, male. Next to a swimming pool, fucking fleeing yeah. around nunchucks like a virgin. And a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is what a real man yeah. looks like. When I saw a video of this fool, you know, swinging around nunchucks, I was like, you shut the fuck up. Yeah. You say nothing. Be yeah. quiet. Yeah. So he just pops up everywhere, right? Yeah. And so what I found out is that he has this uh, pyramid scheme. Right, so basically, you follow this program about yep. Hustlers you know, University. You mean? Hustlers <laughs> University, another virgin ass thing to call your yeah. shit. So he has Hustlers University. You have this whole Discord or whatever, and basically, it's a pyramid scheme thing too, where apparently, like if you share it with somebody, blah blah blah, somebody gets assigned with your code, and what you do, and 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 the methodology that they teach you how to do it with is to take clips of his stuff and just post it. So he is literally everywhere because his minions are doing the work. So you yeah. cannot help but see him. Yeah. And he doesn't give a fuck about what he says. He says whatever the fuck he wants. And a part of me, too, when he talks about this stuff, and if you guys want to look up clips of Andrew Tate, you'll just see him just kind of defining what manhood is, what woman, what womanhood is. And it's like in the most extreme forms. It's like oh, bro. all the way yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know? He's, he's, he's definitely a misogynist. I don't think there's a— Well, he doesn't deny it either. He, he yeah. thinks that being a misogynist is a good thing. And, and he says things like, you know, he, he prefers to sleep with, you know, younger girls, 18-year-olds, whatever, because he gets to leave an imprint. Jesus Christ. Leave an imprint on them. <laughs> you know, sometimes I have like them that. just stand there in the corner and I pee on them like a fire hydrant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this dude is definitely a scumbag in, in uh, all different ways. Uh, but, you know, I always— have a certain reservation talking about dudes like this because it's like on one end, I feel like, yeah, it does need to be talked about because it needs to be somewhat corrected, I guess. But on the other hand, it's like, ah, we continue to feel that fire for him. Even if we criticize him and talk negatively about it, it's still speaking his name. It's still giving him a platform And that's what he loves. So this is why all these, you know, we all know that all the social media platforms are hyper-liberal. Right. He's not going to survive there. So mm-hmm. YouTube kicked him off. He can no longer make it. He's completely banned from YouTube. Yeah. He's banned from Twitter. He's also banned from TikTok. Instagram too, no? And Instagram. Yeah. And Facebook. Everything is now yeah. blocked. So yeah. his main way of getting to truth reach the social. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's a major now. Trumper. He's a major Trumper. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah. So he's been blocked from every social media platform, which I don't think has happened to anybody besides like uh, – What's his face? Uh, 
the the conspiracy dude, Alex Jones. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Alex Jones has been banned from fucking everything. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, people have been talking on the internet like, oh, this is this is wrong because you're blocking free speech. So how, why do you get to block free speech when he's just, you know, speaking, quote unquote, his truth? Mm -hmm. And the reason why I dislike, first of all, I hate that phrase. I'm speaking my truth. That is the low, biggest trash phrase I've ever heard in my life. Every person that has used the word, I'm speaking my truth, yeah. it originally was supposed to be a very good thing. Yeah. It was supposed to be people saying, like, listen, I'm just speaking honestly. And then it went from people being like, oh, I'm right all the time yeah because i'm speaking my truth yes yeah, so, my truth is true so many of those phrases and sayings have gotten so warped over the years yeah. especially in like the past five years um i think a lot of it kind of came from the trump era right mm. and and let's be honest the trump era never went away we're still and i'm not i'm not trying to like politicize this conversation right now but i'm just saying it from a standpoint of like if we look at the history and the timeline look at when things started to get more extreme because extremism is is very present in all assets of like uh, pop culture, mainstream media, social media, right? That's why we have guys like Andrew Tate because the algorithm loves it. The algorithm loves extremism, whether it's extreme left or extreme right. It gets people to watch it. Yeah, exactly. They don't care about how you feel. They don't care about what your reaction is, they, but they know you're going to get a reaction. And that's why it's suggested to you and it's thrown in your face. People get riled up. They're like, mm, no, I'm going to fucking say something, you know, fuck this guy, right? He doesn't even care, too, because he lives in Romania. He I know. It doesn't Bro, matter. You know him and his motherfucking brother, allegedly, I guess, I got to say allegedly, were, they were running um, some sort of scam where, webcam scam, where girls, like hot girls or whatever, distressed hot girls, are getting guys to send them money. <laughs> they had a little God. ring of that shit. Not to mention, they also had uh, police raid their home because of uh, reported allegations of sex trafficking. Yeah, house or like yeah, human trafficking or an American girl, American citizen girl being held there against her will. <gasps> and then you know, no charges ended up being filed, and he was just saying these are all lies to just attack me. You know, these liberals or whatever. They, they don't, uh, they can't deal with the fact that I'm, so, I'm such an alpha male. <laughs> I'm so good looking. So Have you rich. seen a video of this guy walking, dude? <laughs> no. You want to talk about a non-alpha male walk? Yeah. Look at this full, just look up any clip of him walking. It's the most hilarious thing you'll ever see in your life. I had no fucking idea who this dude was before you mentioned him. I, I've never seen him before. I've never heard him before. Like, I was like, who the he fuck He won't is stop that? popping up on my shit. I don't understand, like, why he, and I, well, I do now. Yeah. I understand why now. Yeah. So it doesn't matter because I would block all these channels, block, mm -hmm. block, 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 yeah. block. But every time that channel would be blocked, there would be another channel with it. Yeah. And it's because of his hustlers, whatever, what do you call hustlers it? Hustlers University. Hustlers <laughs> University. It's the way they attacked YouTube and they did it. I'll say this though. A lot of people say things are genius, right? They take, they say Kim Kardashian is genius because she sucked a dick and she, you know, blew up. No, this yeah. is an actual level of evil genius. Yeah. He got people to spread his gospel willingly. Yeah through his pyramid scheme and to the point where you can't help but see him. And that's fucking insane. And it really goes to show too, especially on this social media platform, how everybody has their own niche audience. Yeah. And, it, and if you can really just invoke a lot of, I don't know, let's say a lot of, um, not energy, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of confidence. Confidence. Invoke a lot of confidence into your followers. Yeah. They will do absolutely anything for you. And they believe all the stuff that he's saying. Like his definitive definition of what a man is, is, you know, it's 
what when people say toxic masculinity, this is what they're talking about. No, yeah, that is the prime example of toxic masculinity. And he just reminds me of a guy. Remember like that show on MTV back in the day, the pickup artist? Oh, yes. Yeah, where you like neg women and do these certain things to like get them I to like. I had somebody on the pickup artist on this channel before. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I just imagine a guy like that times 10, you know? Yeah. He's just like that. Um, Here, here's, here's my biggest problem with this too is that, listen, if he's doing this for money and views and looks, that's fine, right? But it's the same problem that I have with other influencers who don't look at the negative repercussions of what they do, right? And I'm, I fall in this category too. I'm a, because I'm a comic by trade, I say a lot of stupid shit and, and, you know, it's all comedy. However, the issue that I have with influencers like him is because he's trying to create a crusade for something that he's saying is important for the betterment of mankind, right? right? right. So there is this whole, in his view, a, a certain less, uh, sense of morality, in it, it, which for me is a false sense of morality, yeah. right? The way that he talks about women, specifically how he thinks that he could just own them and that they're property, it's, and I'm not just, I'm talking about literally, I saw a video clip of him, because obviously they're all over the place, of him just explaining why he wouldn't allow a woman to go out to a club or hang out with her girlfriends. It's like, why? Unless you're, the only sole purpose of like, I provide for her, I give her money, I give her everything else, I feed her, I put a roof over her head. What purpose does she have to go out with her homegirls outside and go out and impress other men? To f why? Simply just because she wants to fuck them and I won't yeah. allow my woman to do that. Yeah. I'm like, allow? Yeah, exactly. What do you he's, allow? He's probably of the mindset she belongs in the kitchen. Yeah. That's where she should also, be. Also, too, that means you're a fucking loser. Like, you're you're the guy that, for some reason, you feel that you're so small <laughs> that you need to control your girl. Yeah. Because, why? Because you give her things? Yeah. Or maybe you're a fucking loser, and the only thing that you actually have to offer is money. So, yeah, you should be scared when they go outside because you have nothing to offer them because <laughs> you're a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would... The, first of all, I even hate the way that he talks. His fucking... His lips are all... You know. <laughs> so... When, <laughs> you look like a fucking guppy, bro. Shut the fuck up. And I think like his main thing, the reason why a lot of guys see him as an alpha male is because he kickboxed for a living. Yeah, yeah. That's Which by right. the way, he wasn't even a dope kickboxer. Right. Like this, the, 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 the level of competition that he fought wasn't even that dope. And when he went to an actual legitimate organization, guess what happened? Got knocked yeah, the fuck out. That. So yeah. be quiet. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I mean, his audience has to be like, Prepubescent pre teens to like teenagers, you know, um, boys who aren't yet too educated and, and too mature. And, and maybe, you know, they're they're in parts of the, the world or in the country where, um, they're, they're, you know, it's I had to think about this, too. It's why is it that when I read the comments from the people who really do support Andrew Tate? Whether it's for trolling purposes or not, I don't really know. I'm just mm -hmm. kind of taking it for face value. It reminds me of these kids who were, who just have never been able to talk to the opposite sex or been able to talk to anybody that they have a romantic interest in. Mm -hmm. And so what they do instead of looking at themselves and saying, oh, maybe I'm a little awkward. Maybe the way I approach this girl is a little weird and I need to kind of work on my game. They go, these women don't like good men and they like trash men, and that's why I am not wanted. Yeah. So they take the blame and they put it on the girl. Yeah. They put it on the woman as if it's their fault, the reason why they don't find them attractive, as if the attraction and the feelings are owed to them. So when somebody like Andrew Tate says, talks about, oh, putting a woman in her place and being a high value man and using money, that is the only attribute that they can have in order to attract these type of women. 
that they feel that they deserve. So that's why they really enjoy what Andrew Tate says. It's like, oh, it's not me. It's because these women don't know what a high-level man is. And yeah. that's why these women need to be put in their place because it already prays to the feelings that they already feel about women who have rejected them. And these are those incels. They enjoy that shit. They see what they want in themselves. Like, oh, this guy, if he knows how to get women and all he had to do was get money, I can do that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm Andrew Tate. Yeah. I'm a real man's man. And so I, what I'm actually doing, and they think that it's a positive thing, is I'm fighting against toxic femini- femininity. <laughs> yeah. They think that that's the crusade. Yeah. I'm fighting against toxic femininity. Yeah. So these women who just don't know who, how, how to be a real woman, let me teach you what it is, and I'll teach you what it is to be a man. But it's it's absolute nonsense. Yeah, it's some backwards ass stupid shit. And and look, it's turning. Uh, I hate it. it. It turning insecurity into confidence, really, right? Because all of these incels or or like uh, aspiring incels, right? Um, they 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 feel insecure about certain things, like, and then all of a sudden they're like, no, it's not me. It's these women. I'm a fucking great guy. I have great qualities. Why would they not like me? Because they're pieces of shit. They're whores. That's yeah. why. You <laughs> they're know? whores. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're fucking whores and they're, they're no good. And so I need to teach them. Like women, women only want men who are high value because of their money. And that's why they're whores. It's like, well, there are women like that. And there are also men like you. Yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about? Because yeah. I don't want to be associated with men like you. And I would also hate it hate to see if women relegated all men to your type of behaviors. So it works both ways. So what the fuck are you talking about? It's just crazy in this day and age where it's 2022 and, you know, we have the technology and we have the information out there for you to get a pretty, let's say, even even amount of information from from both sides to come to like a, a, a more sensible conclusion and, and sensible and, and like get to the facts of things but there's still this fucking old school boomer ass mentality of like women are this men are this it's like my we're just human beings man yeah we're human beings you know and i get it too like i i, I believe too just growing up and obviously when you see it like i think Traditionally, girls tend to have certain tendencies and guys have that. And that's the stuff that comedians always joke about, yeah. which has a certain ring of truth to it. But when it comes to stuff like this, this is just absolute nonsense. Yeah, yeah, because we're talking about things like equality. We're, th- yeah. we're thinking about uh, – we're talking about things like human value and they devalue women and, and feel like, yeah, women uh, are just these helpless creatures that need to be taught and, and, and shown the way. They need they, – they feel like they need to show the light to these, to these women, these helpless – Stupid horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These horse. Yeah, who they all, know not their place. Yeah. <laughs> Come who, bow at my feet. Who who they will turn into an honest woman yeah. by um, keeping them in the kitchen and preventing them from living a life. <laughs> I am a warrior. This fool has acne and fucking plaque all over his teeth. <laughs> fucking disgusting. You know, the crazy shit is though, you know who Andrew Tate reminded me of when I was like looking into it? Who? He's a world-famous painter, an artist. Who's the first name that comes to mind when you think of just all-time, like, one of the great painters? David Cho. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, you know, he's, he's a legend in his own right, but I'm saying, like, all-time. Van Gogh. <laughs> okay, well, who else? Um, shit, man. Van, uh, f- uh, damn, d- Picasso. There you go. Pablo Picasso is who it reminded me of. And you're probably thinking right now, what the fuck are you talking you about? Right? So this is a, you know, again, allegedly, 
a little bit of a dark side of Pablo Picasso, but he was definitely a womanizer at the very least. Uh, but there has been allegations and, you know, stuff that's been said about him that he's also an abuser and misogynist and, and possibly even a rapist. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he's done some very questionable things. I mean, he's dated a 17 year old when he was 45 years old. Jesus Christ. Dude. His, his, his reasoning was we're both in our prime. <laughs> in, in, in what world is a girl? When was, when was Pablo Picasso born? <laughs> I mean, dude, he, he was uh, born like what? I think in the... 1900s or something. I mean, he lived um, not that long ago. He's like, I'm in my. I, wait, is pa Pablo? He was Italian. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's Italian. Yeah. He's Italian. Okay. I was about to do a Super 1981. Bar. 1981. He died in 1981. Oh, 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 1881. Okay. And he died in what? Like 1970 something? Was it? Uh, April 8th, 1973. 1970. Okay. So he, he, you know, he was around. He was around. Damn, this motherfucker lived hell long. He, he was, he was also a fascist um but but let me let me read you something that uh he has allegedly said about women and that's why i'm saying he reminded me of um this andrew tate guy okay so he said women are machines for suffering jesus christ for me there are only two kinds of women goddesses and doormats Every time I change wives, I should burn the last one. That way, I'd be rid of them. They wouldn't be around to complicate my existence. Maybe that would bring back my youth, too. You kill the women, and you w wipe out the past she represents. <laughs> God damn! You want to talk about toxic masculinity? <laughs> that was fucking Pablo Picasso, bro. You know? This, this fucking world-renowned, respected artist, one of the greats of all time. Um... That's fucking crazy. He's calling women, they're either doormats they or goddesses. A, a goddess or a doormat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't make my pizza, I don't like a woman. Yeah, and, and look, man, there's, well, this is uh, irrefutable, but like his muses and his mistresses or whatever in the past, um, two of them have committed suicide as a yeah. result of their relationship with him. Some like his, even his own grandson or some shit committed suicide, but. Yeah, he was known to be a narcissist and, and like... Isn't it so sad that you have to be a crazy person to create great art? Well, I mean, it kind of comes with the territory, right? Dude, you just it, have to be... Damn. Dude, it goes back to what we were talking about, right? Of, of like, you don't ever know who these people are. But I feel like when you're extremely talented, it just comes with the territory. You're fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, man. <laughs> like, See, this is why I'll never make it in this industry, man. I'm not at that level of crazy yet. Yeah. I, I need to like, and I feel like that's how you unlock true genius, yeah. man. It's like, dude, he's such a great actor. Why? Yeah. No, he actually believes he's a character. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's fucking nuts. Oh, speaking of that... Um, Somebody who's fucking nuts, guy like Tom Cruise. People look at him yeah. and, and think, right? He's kind of. Did you know Christian Bale used him as an inspiration for portraying Patrick Bates um, in Psycho, American, American Psycho. Psycho? Yeah, he was the inspiration. He saw um, a late night interview with Tom Cruise, and he was looking at him, and his observation was like, "Dude, this doesn't seem real. This guy seems like a guy trying to wear the mask of a human and trying to act human." Something feels very And Christian off. Bale's kind of crazy to himself. Yeah, exactly. So when a crazy person looks at you and says, yeah, I need to use exactly, you as my inspiration. Exactly. It's like, yo, what the fuck? See, this is what I'm saying. I really do believe, just because like, 
as time goes on, we have to make adjustments towards our education system, right? Mm. And early on, you know, before us, and you would see these in movies like in the 60s or the 50s or even the 70s, where they would have classes teaching stuff that pertained to everyday life at the time, right? Mm. So like home ec and all this other bullshit, right? Well, now there needs to be a course about how to teach young kids how to socialize properly because they're not getting that. All their socialization is through the internet and typing things uh, and not seeing somebody face to face because so they can build up this fake sense of bravado because they don't have to be faced with another human person. They don't have to see real life emotions and have actual interactions yeah, with them. Yeah. So now there, there needs to be a course where you have an actual educated person teach them how to socialize. Bro, you have some very high hopes for the American education system, I know. bro. Well, listen. Let me tell you, man. I got a ticket to heaven I could sell you. Are you interested? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll tell you this. I think it's very much fucking needed. It's and needed. And I will be the professor. It's I'm going to walk up and be like, I want to I do a course where I have boys and girls yeah. or guy and girl, whatever the fuck your preference is. And I want to simulate a date situation. And then I'm going to sit there and coach them. Like a guy's going to sit down and be like, you order your food. I'm like, hey. Listen here, you fucking dummy. All right? Talk to the person first. Don't start doing this shit right Listen now. Listen here, you little fuckhead. What you got to tell this girl yeah. is that you want to bury your face in their face. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do is DM them and say, listen, I want to suffocate in between those cheeks for hours and hours. And if they giggle, you're good. If you're not, you're bad. Yeah. No, but no, if they don't laugh at it, then they're a whore. Yeah. Just remember that. Have you heard of this place called Hustlers University? Yeah. But, so I'm going to tell you this funny ass story. So there was... Uh, uh, a friend of mine, she's been trying to go on these dates through these dating apps, and mm -hmm. she has had strike after strike. And oh, she's, that's like every girl's story, bro. Show me the profile of these dudes. Yeah. And it's dry out there for these ladies, right? Well, not only, I mean, dry, and there's just, it's just horrible. Some of the shit that I hear from my other girlfriends of like. Dude, I'm going to tell you this story. Yeah. So she just went on a date recently, mm -hmm. and then, you know, talking on the phone. And she was telling me, she was, you could share the story on the podcast if you want, because I want people to hear this shit. So off jump, he goes, hey, let's meet up let's, for coffee on our first date. Mm -hmm. That's fine. He goes, let's, he's like, I want to meet you at Porto's, the worst date spot ever. First of all, Porto's on a Sunday. So it, fucking busy, man. It's hella busy. Yeah. Line out the door. Yeah. Can't hear shit because everybody's so fucking loud. He chooses fucking Porto's. Number one, think about the location and where you're going. This is a first date. You're mm -hmm. supposed to have a conversation and get to know each other, right. you fucking dummy. And right. so she was already kind of put off by that. She goes, whatever, I like the coffee and shit. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, I'll meet you at the front so they can introduce each other, he goes, I will be in line, just look for me. Are you an idiot? Are you fucking dumb? And already it's just going bad, yeah. you know? He's not putting his best foot forward. Yeah. Look for me. Yeah. Look for me, bitch. What is this, yeah, a fucking what, Easter egg hunt, yeah, you fucking dummy? fine Walt. Exactly. Are you going to be wearing a red striped sweater? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have circular glasses, yeah. a beanie, and a pinstripe red and white shirt. Look for me. So this is happening. She goes and meets him, and I shit you fucking not. He sits there. They get their coffee. Hmm. He drinks his. She drinks hers. And he goes, oh, what did you get to drink? I got a latte, I like simple drinks. Oh, cool. What's he do next? Grabs her drink and drinks from her drink. No. Fuck. <laughs> no. COVID, yeah. first of all. Yeah. And even if it wasn't COVID, yeah. are you fucking nuts? Yeah, who, who fucking does that? So she's watching this guy yeah. in slow-mo. Yeah. Take the drink, put his fucking dirty-ass lips on it, yeah. drink from it, and puts it back. And she just goes, did you just drink from my drink? Yeah. Is that like... 
<laughs> and he goes, oh, uh, he's Korean, by the way. And this is what I got so mad. He goes, oh, I'm from a Korean family and we share everything. So I, I'm just used to that. I'm like, okay, first of all, bro, <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No. no. Absolutely. There's two Korean people here. Yeah. There's no fucking Korean person on a very first date, the person you just met, where you grab their drink yeah, exactly. without even asking them, yeah. put your filthy little mouth on yeah. it, and then give it back and be well, like- Well, forget you just met. I've never fucking taken like my mom or dad or my sister. <laughs> said, Let, hold up real quick. And he put it on the culture. Yeah. He goes, oh yeah, no, that's a Korean thing. No, it's not. No, that's a dumbass thing is what that is. It is not a Korean thing at all. Yeah. That shit made me so mad. He takes that stuff. He says for the rest of the date, he just starts grilling her with questions constantly. Yeah. And he starts talking about himself for like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And she had enough. And then she was like, okay, we're done. And then started yeah. walking. He goes, oh, no social awareness at all by this point. He goes, oh, I had a really great time. <laughs> so when are we going to do our second and date? <laughs> and she goes, he goes, like, I would like to see you again. Is yeah. that okay? She goes, no. <laughs> she walks into the car and just drives off. So, She's home. She's telling us this stuff. I, I can't believe yeah. the type of the social IQ is so fucking low. Yeah, it blows my Bro, mind. That's I hear time and time again. Like I said, from my girlfriends with their bad experiences. Bro, there's people, guys, who right off the bat, maybe like second, third message in, they will send them a dick pic. Holy shit! Yeah, it happens. It's it's a lot more common than you think. I would argue that any girl who's used like, you know, these apps or whatever, have probably gotten a dick pic at some point, you know? For me, 100%, you send me a fucking dick pic, that's going to your mom. <laughs> if I was a girl, or if I was a gay, yeah, <laughs> I would be like, listen, I'm sending this to your mom, bro. Yeah. Done, how dare you? But speaking of, of your friend, that's why you always do a coffee date, because the exit's a lot easier yes. than like a dinner. Smart move. Yeah, then like, I remember I was talking to this girl, and she was telling, because she, she said she absolutely hates coffee dates. And I was just wanting to, you know, I didn't suggest a coffee date. I was just, she just said that, right? Get so juice. I was like, no, I so so I, I was just curious. I was like, you know, what, what is it that uh, makes you feel so negative about a coffee date? She's like, because it's so boring and it's so stupid. I was like, okay, so what's the alternative then? Are you always looking to do like some sort of um, left field, like uh, fun, exciting, uh, random types of dates. It's like, no, just a nice dinner date. And I'm like, well, what's really the difference within a dinner date? Because he's going to pay for it. <laughs> well, so, so basically she was like, well, then I get to observe his behavior and see his etiquette, how he treats the waiter. And if the date is bad, I know at the end of the night, I still get a nice meal. I'm like this fucking bitch. I was like, yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and I was like, I was like, okay. So if if a coffee date is stupid and boring, then what if you know the the dinner date ends up being stupid and boring as well, right? And she's like, well, like I said, then I just get a nice meal out of it. I was like, oh, so you're expecting the guy to yeah. automatically pay, not only pay for your dinner, which is fine, you know, like if somebody decides to pay, whether it's a guy or girl, you go half these, whatever. But you expect to be taken to a nice place too. And then she's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, well, I mean, what What do you, like, how do you think this works, right? And she's like, well, you know, I, I, I should get treated to a nice dinner at the very least if I'm going to give you my time. And she's like, because I don't have time. I don't got time to waste like that. And I'm like, okay, so you don't have time to waste like that. And that, at this point, I just started trolling her. Yeah. You know? I just started kind of like. I was like, just looking at her and be like, do you think you have nice dinner date pussy? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, don't, so, I don't think so. so. I was like, okay, so you don't have enough time to meet with people, yet you say coffee dates are stupid and boring, but you have enough time to meet for a full dinner date, even if it yeah, goes that makes bad no right sense. Up. I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. And then, so I started flipping her logic on her, yeah. and then she started getting defensive. And I was like, oh, my God, you are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is really, like, well, it's the idea that, I mean, for her, how I feel about that is like, you expect this guy to entertain you. Like, no, yeah, and yeah, he's so not, pretentious. It's like, very, very pretentious. Yeah, like, you know? I, so I could fucking, mo- like, monitor him and, and see his behavior. This is, this is the and reason like, why I, I dislike that. It's like, wh- I believe somebody like that, what she is forgetting is like, you know, when that guy is also on that date, he's not trying to figure out if uh, he's good for you. He's trying to figure out if you're good for him as well. Yeah, exactly. So it it's goes an audition both ways. both ways. Yeah. So the idea that you feel like, well, he has to entertain me. He yeah. needs to pay for this yeah, stuff. He needs to impress me. He needs to show me his value. It's yeah. like, you also need to show him your value. Yeah. And my idea is too, is like, listen, because I'm traditional, I will pay for the meal, right? A hundred percent. That's not a problem. But who's to say to the date goes well, he just looks at you, he probably goes, nah, I'm good and walks away. Yeah. So how does that work out then? Right. You, right. That, that's just a really odd thing. Like the reason why the coffee date makes sense is because number one, the ex is good. And also there's no expectations. It's a lot more casual. So if you really want to see who somebody is, then you do the coffee that's date. That's what I'm saying. But she was looking at this like, you know, uh, you better fucking. Yeah. Yeah. You better, for me. Yeah, exactly. Like you better come with that super proper etiquette and, and like grade A everything. Take me to a nice fancy dinner, pay for it, treat me, entertain like, me. Like legit, if, yeah. I, if, I, if I felt that this woman was grading me as a human being number one it's very degrading mm-hmm. i would probably just stop the dinner and be like you know what we're good. <laughs> exactly. no see that's the thing guys like me and you or people like me and you yeah. we got no problem being fucking raw dog and <laughs> yeah. just in the middle of something like, like that hey, we're good but the a- i'm saying for the average person it can be very uncomfortable in like a, a formal dinner setting Dude, right i've literally <laughs> bro i literally broke up with a girl yeah. who flew out of state KP, not broken, we were dating, and to, to visit me because of the way she spoke to me. Like, we were, no, did I tell you the story? The story is fucking know. funny. I mean, we, we're about to wrap this up, but. <laughs> I got a text from a girl who yeah. has the same name as a homegirl, uh-huh. right? And I didn't have both of their numbers. So I, I don't know, I had you, phone. is this another one of those so, wrong messages? So <laughs> the, I get a text from this girl and she texts me. Let's call her Jennifer. So yeah. Jennifer texts me and I go, oh, what's up? She goes, I'm going to be in town. Like, you want to meet up? And I don't have a place to crash. I want to crash at your place. That means she wants to hook up. However, in my mind, I thought this was the old friend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, of course, dude. Yeah. Like, come over whenever. Yeah. Right? It was like, yeah, but we haven't, I haven't seen you in so long. And what I meant by so long was like three, four years. Yeah. What she was talking about is I haven't seen her like in a month because we were kind of lightweight dating. Yeah. And I, I, for some reason, not dating, but we were talking to each other. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I confused those two people up. <laughs> and so I shit you. I know this sounds so fucking unbelievable, but she flies from out of state, comes to the door and I see her. Yeah. This other other Jennifer. I was expecting another one and I yeah. didn't put two and two together. Yeah. As she goes, hey. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know where I live? <laughs> she's like, what are you doing here? And yeah. she's like, what are, you, what are you, she's like joking around. She comes in and I'm like, no, seriously, what are you doing here? Yeah. And she's like, we just talked. I told you that I was, I was coming over. I needed a place to crash. And I'm like, yeah, I knew that. Oh, and it hit me in my head as the wheels were turning. And I go, holy shit. Yeah. This isn't Jennifer Kim. Yeah. This is the other Jennifer Kim. Yeah. I was flabbergasted. But either way, it was fine. She comes over and we're kicking in my... 
And mind you, the only time I really kicked it with her or we like made out was when she was visiting on these short spurts. Mm -hmm. So we never really established a hardcore, especially for her to stay over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, norm, I would Just have never done that. casual dating relationship type of thing. I would have never done that. So yeah. she, she comes over and in like day two, we start, we had this simple conversation and it was a disagreement about something, right? Mm -hmm. And she snaps at me and she curses at me. Oh. And in the middle of it, I look at her uh -huh. and I stop and yeah. I go, hey, this isn't going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> that dog, her response till this day makes me, we, we still, we're, we're still friends. Yeah. Had me dying laughing because I go, hey, yo, this is not going to work out. She goes, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. After she just started cursing, cursing me yeah. out. Why? why? And I'm like, sure, her demeanor changed immediately. immediately. <laughs> and I go, here's the reason why. I think we're really cool. But, this wasn't even argument worthy. Mm -hmm. This is like in our honeymoon stage where we're dating and you already cursed at me. Yeah. And you spoke to me in a super disrespectful manner. Yeah. If this is where we start, it's not gonna end very well, especially with my personality. Yeah. I, I, would, I don't stand for that stuff because I would never speak to you that way, no matter how angry I am. Yeah. And you went from zero to a thousand immediately. We've only been around each other for two days. Yeah. Absolutely. Why? Well, remember that story I told you about like that girl who had come over to my place. She wanted to hook up. Like, uh, it was, it was that night. Dave, uh, David Troy got into it. Oh, with, yeah, yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. Remember that girl? Remember that story? Oh, my God. It's kind of like that. That's the same shit, dude. That's just so fucking funny, man. Well, guys, we could, exp we could talk for hours, but we got to wrap this up. Uh, real quick, uh, remember, we're going to drop a Genius Brain Secret Society collab. I know I've been talking about this oh. podcast. It's, it's come, dog, it's so fucking sick. sick. One so of the, fucking sick. I'm so happy with this shit. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was saying, look, objectively, even if I wasn't involved, I would look at it and be like, that shit's dope as fuck, you know? So I can't wait for, for the people to finally see it. Um, and we're going to have information about it shortly. I believe today might be when we see the final rounds of the sample so if that is the case then we'll have pre-orders open up hopefully even within the week i mean we'll, we'll have to see but yeah yeah um it's just dave knows this but it, the process has been a little more complicated of just because of how intricate the design is and all the little details in it so we've been trying to get it just right the colors uh, yeah, the lines and everything. And, and that's been proving to be a little bit more difficult than we had initially thought. But again, we want to get that just 100%. You know? Well, guys, get ready for that. You could see our Edric at Ed2 on Instagram. Check out Secret Society, S-C-R-T-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. Genius Brain every Sunday is at 12 p.m. And we'll see you all next time. All right, Joe. Peace. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. It's so 
freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their – if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S one zero at hero.co.